Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and you know what day it is. It is Wednesday, and today I'm reviewing the movie Brightburn. Brightburn, you may ask? Well, it's basically a what-if story. What if Superman did land on Earth? What if he did land in Kansas? But what if he was like, man, f*** all these people. I'm better than them, I'm stronger than them, and I'm going to kill them. This is basically what the movie is. <laughs> um, well, let's get into it. After a difficult struggle with fertility, Tori Breyer's dreams of motherhood come true with the arrival of a mysterious baby boy. Brandon appears to be everything Tori and her husband Kyle ever wanted. Bright, talented, and curious about the world. But, as Brandon nears puberty, powerful darkness manifests within him, and Tori becomes consumed by terrible doubts about her son once brandon begins to act on his twisted urges those closest to him find themselves in the crosshairs so this movie uh was marketed as produced by james gunn for those of you who don't know james gunn is the director of both guardians of the galaxies uh slither a uh, host of other movies uh the newest suicide squad and things of that sort. Uh, he produced this movie. I believe this movie was written by his cousins. Um, if I'm correct. Uh, Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. So this movie is basically a what if story about Superman. If Superman uh, just landed in Kansas. But in instead of going good he decides to go bad and pretty much does whatever he wants um personally i like this movie i thought it was a really good concept uh real interesting concept especially because i mean superman's pretty much the strongest character in comic book history uh not a lot of weaknesses except for stupid green rock uh because you know stupid green rocks kill people stupid character um yeah, do I think Superman's a Boy Scout? Of course. Do I think he's stupid? Yes, I do. I think he's annoying. Uh, to me, he reminds me of the kid in the playground where he would be playing. And he'd be like, no, I dodged it. You didn't see it. Because for some reason or another, he always had a defense against everything. And always had new powers. So it's completely stupid. Um, did I like that they made fun of Superman in this movie? Sure. I mean, uh, for example, um, so Brandon, uh, I think he's 12 uh, when everything starts going crazy. Um, the ship that he crash lands on, the parents very, very smartly keep it in the barn, locked underneath the barn. I think it's in a trap door. And it begins starting, it starts to call to him. It starts to basically like tell him his mission objective. And apparently, um, what I was reading online is that his mission objective is is that like a wasp apparently wasp will drop their young uh, somewhere completely away from them uh, so they could grow up and take over it um, so that's basically his mission objective is to take over earth um, but yeah you can see how he goes a little crazy um, the parents are idiots, and mostly the mom. The dad is the one that's kind of like, I'm pretty sure he's he's not all there. Um, but, I mean, so far, 
Brandon grows up like every normal kid, uh, has all these kid urges, um, most notably when he starts liking this girl in his class who was nice to him, and he, you know, starts stalking her, which, again, no bueno, not good, not good at all, uh, shows up at her house, um, and in true, true Superman fashion, is watching her, and is just staring at her in her second story window, and, you know, just true Superman fashion, he, he only looks, he doesn't touch, unless you're Lois Lane in 2004 Superman, because it's a little sketchy that she ends up pregnant with his kid, has his kid, and she doesn't remember ever doing the deed with him, so, not saying anything, I'm just saying, your time is up, Superman, and they're coming for you, but, yeah, so, he starts watching her, gets a little creepy, uh, she snitches, she just can't handle his love, you know, um, she tells her mom, uh, the mom brings it up at school, I believe, leading to him getting picked on, um, and this is kind of where it goes sideways for everyone in this movie, because he's kind of just like, man, fuck all of you, I'm going to kill every single one of you, and you all are going to die, because that's what he does, he kills everybody in this movie, it's, the, that's another thing I really liked about this movie, the, the kills, great, they were all very, very satisfying. But before I get into this, um, kind of uh, sidetracking here, um, let me just go over the cast real quick. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, uh, failed director with Charlie's Angels, because that movie was trash. Uh, great actress. That movie was just trash. Um, she plays Tori Breyer, uh, Brandon's adoptive mother. Uh, we have David Denman, who plays Kyle Breyer. Uh, he's, uh, the adoptive father, uh, you may know him, he plays Roy in The Office, um, lo- another little fun fact, uh, Elizabeth Banks and both, uh, uh, David Denman came out in Power Rangers, the, the reboot, uh, yeah, bet you didn't know that, uh, the kid who plays, uh, Brandon, Brightburn, uh, Jackson A. Dunn, really fucking good, he plays creepy, really well, uh, there's plenty of times in this movie where you're just looking at him, he's just giving you that unsettling look, but yeah, Jackson does creepy very well, very impressed, um, we have Matt Jones, who plays Brandon's uncle, um, you may also have seen him in The Office, he plays, uh, uh, Dwight's cousin, um, and he also comes out in Breaking Bad as a badger, um, but that's pretty much it. There's not really a lot of uh, big name actors in this movie. Um, the only one I can really think of is uh, Michael Rooker, who pops out at the end as a conspiracy theorist. Um, but I would say that's pretty much it as far as like the notable ga- cast goes. But I mean, the cast was really good. I liked it. Um, not really much to be said about the budget of the movie. Um, it says six to twelve million. Uh, box office, $32.9 million, so it made a profit. That's always good to see. Um, Brightburn, uh, for me, I thought, when I remember seeing the trailer for this movie, I was like, oh shit, Like this looks really good. 
because it's always nice to see like these different takes on superheroes um like superman superman's always had different takes done on his character because he's such i mean let's be honest clark kent's kind of fucking boring um and you can only take so much of the boy scout so for the most part you really have to like mess with the character a little bit to to enjoy him um but uh yeah uh i like this take on superman um i liked uh red sun i thought that one was also a really great take i haven't seen the animated movie but i've read the comic um but yeah i thought this was a really good take uh on this on this character uh, they never really say Superman in this movie, I guess, because lawsuits. Um, but it's pretty noticeable that it's Superman. Uh, pretty much the main colors you see in, throughout this movie are red and blue. I mean, who else? Uh, but, yeah. Uh, this movie, yeah. Uh, for the most part, I thought this movie was really well done. Um, it wasn't really marketed uh, too much. Uh, it was supposed to be marketed at San Diego Comic-Con in 2018, but it was pulled because, uh, that's when James Gunn was, uh, fired by, uh, Walt Disney Studios and Marvel. And it's funny because, like, nine months later, they were just like, hey, come on back. (laughs) But I legitimately think that, uh... I think that Marvel was just like, dude, just lay low. We're going to make it look like we fired you, but we didn't really fire you, and you just come back. Which, I mean, awesome. Uh, but it kind of sucks because it wasn't even James Gunn's movie. Like, he produced it. He was the producer behind it, which the producer pretty much just makes sure the movie's running well. Uh, but for the most part, it was written by his cousins, directed by uh, David y- Yarovesky. Jesus, and it kind of sucks that they paid the price for it, um, but as far as I know, this movie was well-liked, uh, as far as critic scores, eh, critic scores, you never, they're never gonna get, like, greatest critic scores, um, 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but 75% liked it on Google, uh, okay, let's see, audience score, 67%, uh, then tomato meter, 57%, you do with that information what you will, uh, but aside from that, the movie itself, I thought was really well made, I love how the kills are, uh, I think the, the most brutal one, I, I want to say there's a tie, it's the, Actually, you know what? It's not a tie. Because the one that we see is his when he kills his uncle because his uncle is going to snitch on him. He's going to tell his parents what he's been doing. And so he picks up his uncle's truck and drops it from like, I don't know, 20 feet in the air. And the uncle's face goes straight into the steering wheel, dislocating his jaw. And it is just, mwah, it is pure gory goodness. Um, and then he just kind of looks at him and then just takes blood out of his mouth and then does the bright burn symbol on the on the cement yeah he's a he's a little fucked up he's a little fucked up um and yeah for i mean another thing that i want to say about this movie is perfect time uh 
Uh, it's a, only an hour and a half. Works really well. I love it. it it's just, it's great. Uh, it's not too long, not too short. Just, it hits that right little spot. Um, oh, and then the other death in this movie is the the mom of the girl that he has the hots for and he's kind of stalking. Uh, she's in the diner. And he kind of blows the the glass from the from the windows into her face, and then one of the shards goes into her cornea. She pulls it out, goes up close and personal. It's just ooh, it is rough. Then some of the other things that he does, like to the to the girl that he liked, um, they're doing like this trust exercise in PE, where they're like in a circle and they're kind of just like pushing him around, like. If like a pinball, like that sort of way, and she lets him drop, she says, "Ew!" And she lets him drop, and the coach is like, "If you don't pick him up, you're gonna fail the class." And so she goes to pick him up, and he's holding her hand, and then he just fucking breaks and like f- f- breaks in half. The funniest shit is uh the part where they're in the principal's office with the sheriff. And the mom of the girl, the one who dies, is just like, I want him in handcuffs. He fucking broke her head. And Brandon's mom is just like, let's calm down here. Uh, he's sorry. He said he's sorry. Um, I don't know about you all, but uh, if that was my kid, I want him dead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty fucked up. He did it with no remorse, just broke her hand and fucking crushed it. This is a little violent. <laughs> a teeny little bit violent. Um, and then, oh man, the coup de gras When, uh, the dad, Roy from the office, uh, takes him on a father-son hunting trip, quote-unquote, uh, and this is already at the point where he's just like, this kid is fucking nutso, because he's the only one that believes it, the mom is an idiot, and so he takes him into the woods, and he basically tries to of mice and men him, he tells him to look at the flowers, and shoots him in the head with a rifle, and when he does that, uh, Brandon just kind of looks back at him, <laughs> and he fucking books it, takes off and he's just like, oh shit, he's gonna fucking kill me, he's gonna fucking kill me, and so, uh, he takes off, he trips, and then Brandon ends up catching him, and he fucking laser beams his face off, which was pretty sick death, if I have to say, um, Brandon also kills the sheriff, like, just basically plows through him and explodes him, um, the only one I can't really remember is um is him killing his aunt because he doesn't re- they don't really show him kill his aunt like there's one part where he's in the house and you think he's going to kill her but i don't remember him killing her so mm. um oh and aside from the mom so the mom of the girl gets uh gets got at the diner that she works at uh, Brandon, what well, we think kills her there, but we're not entirely sure. We find out later when uh Brandon's mom is looking at the 
the barn or the ship is, and then boom, there's your body, fucking filleted out, uh, super science of the science of the lab style. And oh man, she probably has one of the most personal deaths in this movie because he takes her up in the air. She's looking him in the face, and she's like, "Brandon, no, don't do this." And she's all cut up and shit. And he just fucking drops her. He drops her all the way to the floor, and she dies. Um, I think he covers it up by a plane crash uh, on his house or some shit. And he's basically left uh, unscathed. It's, he He's free to do whatever he wants. Uh, but yeah, those are pretty much the things I love about this movie. Um, there's not a lot that I can think off the bat that I hate. There's really nothing that I hate about this movie. Um, for what it was, it done, it did it really well. I thought it was a clear four out of five stars in my book. Um, but yeah, I think that that's it. That's it for the podcast today, ladies and gents. Um, today's your Wednesday rewind. Uh, me and Eddie are supposed to be doing... Uh, Independence Day uh, for 4th of July special so look forward to that uh, but as of right now I'm re-watching uh, the Digimon uh, Try special so I'm going to probably be reviewing those soon but yeah that is it for today's podcast everyone this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast check out our podcast anywhere you can listen to podcasts and please like and subscribe. Check out our website, therollback.net, where we have written reviews and episode breakdowns of TV shows. Um, but yeah, that is it. This is The Rollback. I am Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Let's cut this bitch. <laughs>